Hey, what's going on? Strat Soldier here for the podcast Enforce, uh, the only podcast about looking at the Strat through the eyes of the Strat. I can know, well, I can say it's the only podcast with me. I'll say that. <laughs> there are other people doing other stuff. Uh, I can't say it's all me. But I can tell you for a fact that uh, you, this is the only one with the Strat Soldier. So uh, you're here. It's awesome, and uh, we're going to have a good time. This episode is going to be just a little different in the fact that I am always talking about trading, but on this episode, I am talking about not trading. That's right. I'm talking about when you have, when to not trade, okay? So the episode title for this one is When Not to Trade. Uh, you don't have to trade every day. That's the actual, that's the title. You don't have to trade every day. You don't. Uh, people come to the Strat. Uh, they see us on YouTube. Or they come see me at Sepia Group. Or they see my show, Weekend Shift. And they think, okay, they got the magic trick. They know hammers, shooters, inside bars. They know time frame continuity. They know broadening formations. I can do this every day and make millions of dollars every day. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> but it's, but I tell you right now, you will have a lot more. Uh, you'll have so much more um, mental capacity to withstand a whole year of trading. Uh, if you just know when to not trade, okay? You don't have to trade every day. My favorite book about trading is Trading in the Zone by Mark Douglas. If you don't have that, get that book, Trading in the Zone. It's amazing. Get it on audiobook because that's a thick old book. <laughs> and if you're like me, I'm on the road all the time. I'm on the road all the time, and I cannot um, I can't sit there with a book, you know, Uh my wife's one of my wife's hobbies. She likes to hobbies is she likes to read, you know. But she gets very little time to do that because, you know, we got kids, we got work, we got extra work, we got you know things we'd like to do on our own. But if it's a nice sunny day outside, she'll be out there with a book, <laughs> and I'm like, that's that's the biggest waste of time. But that's not. But that's her. That's that's what she likes to do, okay? So I get it on audiobook. I suggest get the audiobook. Um uh Trading in the Zone by Mark Douglas on Audible uh I think at the audible.com. Yep, yep. Anyway, you don't have to trade every day. That was a big lesson that I learned for myself and then something that Rob Smith taught me is you don't have to trade every day. We look at these markets and we see we look at the charts and we think we have to trade all of it. You know, there's so many signals. There's so many. There's so many shooters. There's so many hammers, you know. Uh, yes, there's inside days, you know. And then and then people like to do tricky stuff like, you know, just trading outside days or trading double inside days or triple inside days. That's something I don't necessarily uh, teach. But that's what people like to do. They like to, you know, they so the... They think they, they have to do it every day. And go back to this idea of trading in the zone. Uh, the whole book is about trading in the zone is about trading in such a way where you get in that flow and you know what you're doing and you know what a buy and sell looks like. You know where your entry is going to be and you know where your stops are and you know what your position size should be. And that's important. Okay. Um, definitely got to know those position sizes. Uh, 
what I'm saying uh, is there's a part in that book that talks about uh, being in there all the time. Like a casino makes money because it's always available and it just waits it just waits it out. So he talks about a concept of treating it like a casino and the fact that, you know, the casino is always open. It may be losing right now, but daggone it, just give it a few it'll it'll cycle back around and these people will start losing money and then that's how the house wins. <laughs> and that's how and that's what these market makers are waiting for. That's what these trading platforms are waiting for. They they want you to to just keep trading. They want you to keep trading cuz that's how they make money. Okay? My last my last episode talking about Robinhood and Citadel, okay? They want you to keep trading cuz that's how they make their money. If you know what buys and sells look like, okay? We buy it when it's green, we sell it when it's red, and then we get a little bit more advanced and we 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 trade options to the downside, you know, let's just say puts, put options when the market's going down, you know, uh, or we do some crazy stuff with inverses like uh, SQQ or SPXS. Anything we can do to get an edge, okay? You still have to, and that's awesome, that's amazing, but you still have to know when to not trade, okay? Because you're not a casino, you're not. And it, Some of us, some of you guys listening to me have huge accounts, I mean huge accounts. But I tell you right now, go talk to James Bradley. He's He's got a huge account, okay? And he puts thousands of shares on his uh, on his entries. But he knows when it's time to trade, and when it's not. For me, when I'm trading, I don't like trading conflict. Okay? If the month is red, the if the participation group, I'm looking at the participation groups for the month, it's red. The week is green. The day is 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 red and every hour is green. You know what I mean? Uh, let's say the 60s are green, but they keep going back to red. You know, what I what am I saying? I'm saying you know, there's different colors on each major time frame. That means you cannot identify the major participation group. And it's a mess out there. <laughs> That's when I don't trade. I know, nope, not touching this, not touching this. Uh, because also in this trading in the zone book, he talks about boom and bust cycles. The boom and bust cycle. When a trader makes a trade, and it works, and he takes profit. He or she takes profit. That trader's like, yes, I did it. I, I can put on another trade. So they do. And if that one works, I'm on it. I know what I'm doing. This is this is me being in the zone. I know it is. So they take another trade, and they take another trade. And they keep taking trades as long as they're winning until they start losing. Now, that's when, whether you're a stratter, or you trade SMAs, or you trade, you know, Fibonacci's, or you trade, you know, any other system, this is when you get tested, when you start losing, okay? In the strat, we tell you, as soon as you start losing, stop trading, okay? Because we already talked about in the last episode of starting with small positions, and in those small positions, you get stopped out with small profit, okay? Excuse me. In those small positions, you get stopped out with a small loss if it goes against you, but again, this trader has been making money, making money, making money, making money. It's awesome. And then they take their first loss. Ah, you know what? 
it's just uh it's just it's a fluctuation thing you know yeah you just had news come out you know what i mean um you know, uh, news came out, says uh, Benzinga News Desk, says CDC announces negative COVID-19 test requirements for air passengers entering the United States from other people's Republic of China. Cool. Oh, that, oh, that made things move around. Oh, okay. All right. So so you make another trade. I know what I'm doing. It was just a little weird. There's a, a weird 15-minute candle that went against me. You know what I mean? It's scenario three, 15-minute candle that uh, that went against me. I can get back in. I know what I'm doing. They take another hit, okay? Then they then they take a third trade because they're now they're trying to make up money from the last two trades, and that's the that's the point when you need to stop trading. If you're trading to make up money from past trades, no, no, don't do that because what that trader ends up doing is, okay, I made I lost two trades. Here's my third trade. Here's my fourth trade. I got to put this much on to make up for those other trades. And then along with that, I have to make my money back. I have to make my money back. And along that, I have to make profit. Okay, so, so, then, they, so then they end up taking, they put on more of a bigger position than they normally would. And then pretty soon, fatality. they get wrecked for real. And they blow up their account. They blow up their account. And then they come back to, you know, what did I do wrong? You know, what was me? Pity party type of stuff. You know what I mean? And they start talking about, you know, maybe I didn't have my indicators set right. Maybe I, you know, maybe, you know, the market makers, they screwed me. That's the biggest thing. The market makers screwed me. You know, they knew what the positions I had on. They knew what they were doing. You know, they, they there's a, there's a, there's people out here stop hunting. They stop hunting me. You know what I mean? I put my stops too tight. I need to put them wider. You know, whatever. You know, once you start justifying your losses like that, you're in a bad situation. Okay. Uh, even though you may feel confident and you may be in that, but that confidence is actually anger, and you feel mad that you lost. So then you start doing some revenge trading. Okay. Mark Douglas calls this the boom and bust cycle. Boom. To the highs. I'm making all this money. I know what I'm doing. Then you start taking losses. Here's the other side. Psych, the bus cycle. You know what I mean? And then it's, then it's, you know, days, weeks, you know, and, and hopefully not, but months of just losing trades, no matter what the market is doing. Uh, I don't promote being a contrarian trader. Some people like doing that. They like being a contrarian trader. The you know it's, it's green on the day, so I'm gonna start shorting stuff. Nope. <laughs> if you don't know what I mean by shorting, um, uh, you're you're betting a, a, it's green on the day. The price of the stock is going up, but you're a contrarian trader, so you're gonna start selling while the you're betting on the fact that this this market's gonna. Act, there's no way it can keep going up. It's gonna drop. It's gonna drop. I know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? I I know these wedges. I've I've done all these start. I've studied all these charts. I know what I'm doing. So that they go through these boom and bust uh, cycles, and you can see it. You know what I mean? If if you trust them, they trust you. And you know, and you graph what they what their cycles look like. It's it's going to be up and down. You know, up and down and up and down. You know, it's like um. 
<laughs> it's going to be so many trades, enough to stick a, uh, shake a stick at. You know what I mean? You shake a stick, and he goes up and down and up and down and up and down. That's what their trade, you know, their P and L is going to look like. It's up and down and up and down and up and down. Um, that's that. That's that cycle. That that's that bus cycle. And there's people out here on Twitter telling people you have to trade every day. You have to trade every day. You have to be in. Okay. Uh, if you're a small account person, you do not have to be in every day and you shouldn't be in every day. Okay. Because you will get to a point where you have no more buying power. Let's just, let's just keep it simple. Okay. No more buying power. We're not, you know, not even talk about blowing up accounts, even though that's a super real thing. Um, and, and we believe, uh, in the strat community, we believe we, you know, you don't learn by losing money like that. So that's a real thing, though. But but to keep the conversation friendly, let's just talk about peanut, uh, buy, your buying power. Okay, if you just keep taking trades, you're going to be out of buying power. Get in, get stopped out. Get in, get stopped out. Get in, stop, get stopped out. You know, and like so, you, now you're out of buying power. You know, sometimes that's a saving grace, though. You're out of buying power, so you can't keep screwing up <laughs> what you're doing. <laughs> I don't, I don't get mad when uh, my 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 buying power is gone. It gets anno- it's annoying, but I don't get mad because that's, you know, that's the universe, whatever, trying to save my butt. Like, hey man, you know, you're doing, you're doing too much, you know. And then I got, and then I take a forced break. You know what I mean? I have no choice but to take a break. Um, I trade a cash account. And people ask me all the time, well, when you trade a cash account, you have to wait for your money to settle before you can get back in and start making trades. You know, why would you do that? Again, if I've if I've been taking profit and I have to wait for my money to settle before I can get back in, that's a break for me. That's a break. That's a break for me to not lose the money that I made. Okay. And then if I've been doing stupid stuff. And I've been getting stopped out, you know. I don't have to. Um, I don't have to keep taking more losses because I'm. I continue to take bad trades, you know. So right now I'm looking at the spy and the S and P 500, and it is trading at 367, 367, and it started. The day started at 383. The 383, no, no, no. The day started at 381, got all the way up to 383.29. And again, now trading down 376. If you can see that in your mind, if you can see that in your mind, it traded above yesterday's yesterday's range, which was 383.07. And then it traded below yesterday's range, which was 380.31. $380.31. What do we have? That's right. A scenario three. Okay. If you got that right, good for you. <laughs> good for you. Uh, that's a scenario three. Okay. That's an outside bar. Now you have to go to my, you'll have to go to, you know, watch one of my weekend shifts. You'll have to watch one of my shows because a lot of the stuff is visual. And I made a promise to communicate this stuff in such a way where you can see this stuff in your mind so when you go to the charts it makes sense so we're currently trading scenario three outside day to the downside and on the 60 minute charts it's been trading to the downside all day today 
all day. My very first thought, I got some some traders that I trust that I like to talk to all the time, and they're like, Apple's uh, Apple is getting destroyed. You know, S S S Q Q Q's going to the highs. They got sixty. You know, uh, was it uh, fifty six dollar calls? They're making bank. You know, there's other strategists doing amazing things. Adex uh, out there uh, was talking about a. A double inside day on AMD. I'm sure they're rocking the crap out of that. My first thought was, and my first thing I said back was, I'm missing all this action. Oh, I'm missing all this action. You know, I'm doing stuff with the kids. I'm doing stuff for work. You know, I I, I got these couple trades I'm sitting in, but I'm not doing. I could be making. I could be making bank. But it's okay. That's okay because I know I don't have to trade every day. Okay, that's how I stay out of the FOMO. I don't have to trade every day. I can look at SPY. I look at the spot. Look at the SPY. Today's December 28th. Okay, I look at the SPY chart on the week. As of right now, it is still inside week, meaning that the price has not traded above last week's range which was the top of last week's range was 387 and the low is 374. We are still trading in the middle of that range inside week. I don't trade inside weeks. Okay. Some people out here, they, they hate it when I say I'm not inside week, inside day, I'm not touching this. Okay. They hate it because you know, they're questioning themselves, scratching their own head. Well, am I, am I doing the wrong thing? Okay. And I tell them, if you know, if something's set up on your trading plan, you have a trading plan and it makes sense to you. You know what your, your entry is going to be. You know what your stops are. It's not too much risk. Take the trade. Take it. Take it. Make that money. But for me, I always, I goof it up on an inside week. If the week is still trading inside, I'm not touching it. If it's trading inside day, not touching it. Okay. I'll get back in later on. All right. So that's a, that's a situation where I know I don't have to trade inside days. If, if the trade is, if the price is trading in the middle of yes, of the previous day's range, I don't touch it. I don't touch it. I don't touch it. Okay. Now I'm talking about spy, uh, S&P 500 or diamonds or QQQ, okay? You have to know what the market, you know, we have to know what stock you're, the, you know, what the stock your sector's in, you know what I mean? Um, what stock the sector's in and the sector, what market's in, it is in, okay? Some of them are in SPY, some of them are in diamonds, some are in QQQ. And you don't want to get, you know, you don't want to be contrarian and take the opposite. So, uh, to keep the conversation simple, I always talk about SPY, S&P 500. Some people call it Spider. And I use that as an indicator, you know, to see what the overall market is doing. Because if the SPY is showing that everything, you know, it's inside week, most things in SPY are going to be inside week. Same thing for inside day. If SPY is inside day, most things are going to be inside day. Now, you'll have those sections of natural buyers or natural sellers where they don't give a crap what SPY is doing. They don't care what the overall market's doing. They're they're going to, you know, time to make some money. <laughs> so you got to make that up to you. Gotta, you have to see what's really happening in the markets and you have to 
make that determination for yourself, okay? As I'm talking right now, QQQ goes outside month. QQQ goes outside month to the downside. Oh my goodness. Okay, again, I had that same sinking feeling. It doesn't go away. Okay, I'll say that too. These feelings that you have as a beginning trader, they don't go away. You just know how to deal with it. You know what I mean? Regulate your emotions a lot better as you go along. You should be anyway. If you if you take an option for a, a trade and your heart starts pounding, or you put on some shares for a trade and your heart starts pounding, you're doing the wrong thing. That that's not excitement. That's you. That's your body telling you you are doing the wrong thing right now. Okay. <laughs> So listen to that stuff. Uh, usually when that when that happens to me, I immediately cut the trade. That means I'm forcing it. That means I am doing something that is not accurate, not something that's I don't have to, I didn't have a trade plan for this. I just I just did it. You know, just buy the contracts. It'll be fine. You know, we don't do that. Uh, we try I try I try really hard not to do that, okay? So if I feel that, that heart pounding feeling that anxiety start rising up. I'm doing the wrong thing. Okay. So NASDAQ QQQ. Okay. It is currently outside month scenario three. Okay. Last month's range in November was 293. And I'm there's some pennies there. 293.93. Okay. 293.32, 293.32, down to 260.57. Okay, but for you know the podcast and just dollar amounts, 293 was November's highs, and 260 was November's lows. The current price of QQQ is 259. Okay, outside month to the downside. Okay. And there's some pennies there, okay? There's some pennies. But just to make it simpler for the podcast, it's outside month to the, down, to the downside, okay? Everybody, that means the buyers, if there were any buyers in there, the buyers that stepped in in November, they're gone. There are no more buyers in November for on QQQ. You can look at the weeks. They've been selling this thing for one, two, three, four weeks straight. Okay, look at the days selling okay look at the 60s every hour selling and you can look at those charts and you can find entries in those charts you can i could have got in there oh, i could have got in there one thing i get all the time one thing i feel for me myself and i do say this for myself uh, sqq sqqq uh, I got in at $51 just for some, I got I got some shares because I know how to go long. My profit target was $60 on the week, and uh, you know is is going to be I bought it at 51. My my initial trade plan was to keep it all the way to 60, 60, 46. I what I normally do is use the daily charts to I use the daily charts to manage my trades. Okay. Excuse me. I take I take weekly and monthly trades, and I use the smaller time frames to manage my trades. Okay, so if it goes against me, you know I get stopped out of profit, or I get out before it gets too ugly. I got stopped out at fifty one forty two, two two reversal down on the day. 
Then it went 2-2 reversal back up at 52.61. I chose to go ahead and uh, take my profit, get back, get out, and uh, and I didn't get back in anymore. Um, I took my profit and got out of there. Uh, and actually, no, 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 it was, there was no profit on that at all. It just stopped out even. <laughs> it pretty much stopped out even. I take it back. I take back what I said. Uh, it stopped out even. Not, not nothing good there. And then I didn't. I didn't go back to it. I should have went back to it. Again, there's that feeling. There's that sinking feeling. Oh, if I just would have stayed in at 51. Uh, it's at $57 right now. I bought I bought it at 51. It's currently at 57 because SQQQ is an inverse of QQQ. As the market goes down, this thing goes up. I know how to do that. I can buy some shares on that, you know. Again, there's that sinking feeling. But I know how to manage it better. Okay? I don't have FOMO. I don't have uh, I just got to do this. I'm the strat soldier. I, everybody's watching me. I got to do these things. You know what I mean? I just, all right. You know what I mean? I got stopped out. I didn't get back in. Are there any reversals back into this thing? No, no reversals on the week. It's a two-two continuation. No reversals on the day. It's a two-two continuation. There was a. Uh, I'm looking at a two-one-two reversal back up on on the sixties. Could I have taken that? Yes. But it's starting to come back down. Okay. Start reverse back to the other side, okay. So I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. You have to know when to trade, and you have to know when not to trade. That's how you keep your profit. That's how you stay alive in this thing. That's how you not you don't get stuck in the boom and bust cycle. Um, the people that uh, the people that tell you you have to trade every day, either they have millions of dollars or no no. You know, or they're just, you know, there's, I was going to say something else. Um, you know, there's, it's just bad advice. Okay. That's, that's a summary of that. It's just bad uh, guidance on that. You don't have to trade every day. And when you're in it, because the people that tell you have to trade every day, they don't have the answers for you when you are in a, a bust cycle, you're in a losing cycle and you keep losing. They don't have the, they don't have the answers for you. You know, well, uh, you know, oh, just just keep uh, uh, just keep going on, man. You'll do it. Just keep averaging down. You'll be fine. No, you know what I mean. You'll be sitting there. I'm gonna take okay. Well, I'm gonna take my sixth trade today. I got a little bit more buying power. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and do it, and then finish him. You get wrecked. I don't want you to get wrecked. Okay. So me personally, I know when not to trade. If it's inside week on my stock, I want. If it's inside week, I don't touch it. Um, you know, as it's forming, if it's inside day, I don't touch it as it's forming, uh, forming that inside bar. I don't, I don't touch it. Okay. I always start with the spy and see what the market is doing overall. And then I wait. Okay. And then I wait. There's a lot of waiting in this game. That's what I want you to learn. I want you to learn that patience straight up. I wanted this thing to be 20 minutes on the dot, but of course I started rambling. <laughs> it's talking too much. This is the Strat Soldier for, um, for Enforce. And it was cool. It was fun. And uh, I appreciate everybody being here and listening to me. And I'll see you guys next time. Talk to you guys later. Peace.